This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. I was saying you're a hoe, Nat. I'm not a hoe. You said hoe, just call you a hoe. Coming up on the show today, oh, yeah. welcome by the way. Coming up on the show today at 6 30. No, no, it's 2 o'clock. Well, that's what it says on my screen, Nat. It says 6 30 on my screen. That's what it says on my screen. What are we going to do until 6? 6 30. We have. Pe- oh, it's changing. Oh, it's 2:30. changing. 2 30 it is. That makes sense. Uh, we have Paper Boyo. Wait to hear this. This is a bit of an essay. Instagram sensation with a new book out called Around the World. He is Rich McCaw and became an overnight hit after setting out one day to photograph his local London landscape a little differently. Armed only with some paper cutouts. In studio. Then at 3.30 we have Mark with a C on the phone Spent part of 27 in Cannes <laughs> Gotta be quicker, you gotta type He's it quicker singer. He's a singer, gotta type, doesn't say that Doesn't say that on my notes Part of 2017 in Canada, making a record with Jordan. He's a fucking singer. That's what it says on my... Uh, they're very, very fighty, these staff, aren't they? You are very welcome. Oh, by the way, if you want to contact the show today, you can email hiphop at foodbarradio.com. Oh, and it's changed. Changed, changed, changed now. I've changed it. Because you could contact them, but probably better to contact or you. Or tweet at foodbarradio. Hey, I'm not ready to do a show. Oh, wh- why? I don't know. I feel like I sort of like... I, I know that I've rushed this along because I've got an early train and tonight. you just had two hours. I just had two hours, but I would chat. Uh, well, my talk friend. About your chat, then. Let's talk about the I ch- actually the can't because it was it was strictly off record stuff that I was talking oh, about. It was very, it's kind of personal some of it, and some oh. of it was to do with the movie. I was having a bit of a debrief with my friend about the movie. Who knows about movies? Uh, I know about movies. What do you know about movies? Good, aren't they? Some of them. Okay, how would I go about firing one of the main leads? <laughs> Oh, yourself or definitely not me. Barry, fire Barry. <laughs> fire Barry. Um, so again, uh, I uh, in the last show I said that you were to lead it, and then I didn't allow that no, to happen. So in this show, I'm going to be far no, stricter no, no, on that, no, no, no. No and I'm going to allow you to. Uh, I need to keep that. That's important. Um, I'm going to now allow you to lead this one. Uh, just picking up from the last show, mm. I know a lot of people will listen to these back to back. Which is kind of how we live them in real life. Your fucking glasses are so sexy. Are they? Oh, yeah, thank, they really are. Thank you. I think they might need a clean, but I don't think they do. <laughs> they are though. They're really sexy. Oh, thanks. I just I've got. I don't know what's happened in the last two hours. My eyes were a bit sore, and I've I wanted some sugar. 
Yeah. I just don't know. Like, I really. You told me you were in the mood for a lion, and then you put a yeah. question mark. Because <laughs> I meant lion bar. I just. Oh, said, I see. I just said I think I said I really fancy a lion. I thought it was a reference to my <laughs> hair, and then <laughs> <laughs> that's why I, thought, I think you were flirting with no. me over text. I do. Fancy. You do do that sometimes. Well, do I? You kind of flirt. Oh, a little bit. Depends how you read it. Well, I don't know. Could have been. I suppose I do fancy a lion bar, mm. but maybe subconsciously I fancy a lion. I don't know. Mm. Although they're a bit scary. Oh, take your glasses off. Take, why are you always to take her off? Just take them off and shake your hair. No. Is this creepy? Yeah, a little bit. You I'm trying to get. Oh yeah. I'm not trying. I'm trying to gauge it right. I don't know okay. how to interact with the fairer sex. Just, I mean, just, do I even say the fairer sex? Or yeah, is I think that, that's okay. Is that sexist? Or could I call you, you the fairer sex man? If you want to, if you consider me that. Yeah, the fairer sex. I yeah. don't consider women to be the fairer sex either. I don't know what that means, to be honest. No. Just sometimes we just say things without thinking, don't we? Yeah, we do. Um. Do you not fancy just taking your glasses off and shaking your hair out? <laughs> if you actually want, do you actually want me to do that? I mean, just so I can film it and revisit it later. Oh, fine. No, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything disrespectful to you. Right. Well, o- I'll just be shaking it like that. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. That, I would imagine that's the problem with anyone who finds themselves in the unfortunate situation of being sexual with you, is that they would... The idea of it will always be sexier than what you're think, a, what no, you are no, able no. to bring to the I table. I think you'll find when I shake my hair properly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's a lot of pleasure to be gained from my shaky hair. Yeah, a girl. No, I won't say. Oh, that. a girl once shook her hair. <laughs> no, really? no, just many, many years ago. It was a girl that I wasn't even involved with. Mm. Many years later, we did do some stuff and kind of a one night stand. Mm. But at the time I knew her, some be, stuff. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff. But at the time that I knew her. Um, she, I don't think I was kind of mature enough to mm. even understand she was flirting. Yeah, yeah, that's how you, that's how I want you to take them off. Now, take your glasses off, scrunch cane. up your nose, and then just <laughs> on them. Um, I think I missed the flirting. I don't think I saw it when it was happening. Yeah. Um, but years and years ago, mm. she uh, when we were just friends, oh, she told me that she had a sex video of herself with another guy. Okay. Um, and that she wanted to get rid of it. Like she didn't want to have in her possession anymore, and she asked me, "Would I get rid of it?" Why couldn't she just? Like, well, fuck no! I didn't. I didn't even think of this at the set time. Fire to it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just yeah, just chop it up, yeah. cut it up. No, but she, it would she, burn, wouldn't it? Look, she clearly wanted me to watch the video. Would, would that turn you on? It didn't, not at all. When but, you watched it, but quite, I did watch it. But quite the opposite. She knew, she knew I watched it. Like okay. I, I said, you know, I'm going to watch it. She went, you can watch it. I don't care. And I watched it, and. uh it was one of the most kind of cringy things I've ever seen in my life because it was mm. sort of like she was acting really sexy in it. And I think because I, like she was acting, it was very acted. Yeah. It was very performed. I could see her thinking this would be sexy. Was it posing when she was in... Kind of things like that mm. and kind of things like the, how she was looking at the camera and how she was talking and mm. sort of say... I could, I could quote direct bits from oh. her, I won't. But oh. she just didn't quite nail it. You know what I mean? She didn't, she didn't do it in one take at all. She uh, didn't quite get it right. And okay. and I think somebody trying to be sexy by going, oh, do you want me to, whatever, um, can be really the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's and so that coming mm-hmm. full circle to, I imagine that's kind of what it's like no. with you. Do you think you can fake sexy then? Can you fake sexy? Yeah. Probably not. Mm. Why do you think you can? No. I think maybe at a certain age, it would, it would work on people. Yeah. Depending on their level of... Um, I mean, shoving a lion bar that, that far down your throat has got to be <laughs> a flirt, hasn't it? It's got to be a flirtation, that has. No, do you know what I mean? I think when you get more savage, you get older, you're like, oh, yeah. I can see what you're trying to do. I can see what sure. you're trying to But I, I guess maybe, maybe if I'd have watched that when I was 18. Yeah. Or even younger, I'd, I'd have been like, whoa, this is the sexiest thing ever. 
And sexy is different to different people, isn't it? Absolutely is, yeah, absolutely is. But uh, I, I, I can't begin to imagine who that would have worked on. Okay. Not uh, and again, no disrespect to her because I think she was kind of a sexy girl as she was when she was just just herself and just being herself. When she was trying to be vampish and sexy, it just didn't quite come off. Oh, for me. Oh, I'm sure she took that critique. I didn't say that to her. Oh, okay. Well, she might be. That's all I said. Well, you do all them things with me one day. Did she? <laughs> yeah, she did. Oh, well, yeah. Um, nice, it, it didn't quite work out quite that way. That's not what it was. But yeah, we had a couple of weird one night stands. Mm. Just one of those like lost in time. They're all quite weird, really, aren't they? Um. I think they're weird when you already know the person. Uh, I think if it's someone that you don't know and you just sort of get together and hook up one night and then that's it, that's one thing. But I think if it's somebody you've known... If me and you had a one-night stand, it would be weird. Of course, yeah. It'd be weird because we know each other already. Yeah. But if we just met in a bar or whatever, I don't know where you hang out. That's but strange. if we just met somewhere one night and then one thing led to another and then we ended up back at one of our places, yeah. it wouldn't be as weird as if mm. me and you did it now because we know each other. But wouldn't it be weird in the morning if you don't know... Th- it is weird in the morning if you don't know the person. So um, it's like, oh, can you just go? No, no, I never stayed to the morning. Oh, straight out on an Uber. A move, I got to move. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, I've never found that. I've never found that. It's a bit like, that's the way you're like, oh, I've got to brush my teeth. I'm most likely to be a clingy one. I'm most likely to start cuddling in the morning and then go, no, that's not what this is. I mean, if you have a one-night stand, I think the general consensus is you should have morning sex, no? I don't know. I don't, oh, know, I've what, I don't know what the rules so. are. Not always. It sounds like I've always thought so with all of yeah, my yeah, many, every time. my many lovers. But I do feel like that's just, otherwise it feels a bit cheap and horrible. I always imagine don't. one night stands in little pokey little flats. That's what I imagine it to be, or a hotel or whatever. Yeah, so I imagine the next day with you, yeah. it would be a, like, on, in daylight, it would be, what the fuck have you done? You've, you've, Basically ruined this flat. You're That's massive. What I say. That's what I no, say. No, the person yeah. would be no, like, "You've put my windows through. We, yeah. We're thrashing double about. Glaze, That's double glazed windows. That's quite <laughs> yeah. strapped. Well, yeah, get it? your leg in from that window because you're yeah. so huge and so often. Like Alice in Alice in Wonderland when she gets yeah, trapped yeah. in that house. I would imagine that's what it's like. And in the throes of passion the night before, you kind of don't recognise these things. In the morning, it's like, my God, I can't Smashed even up. move in my house because this giant is in it. I've never done it in a pokey flat. Have you not? No. Where have you done one like stanza? I don't, I'm not mansions. in the movie sex talk because I'm kind of horny already. Mansions. So. You've done it in a mansion? Yeah. Did you? What mansions? Mansion, what mansions did you? Oh, two mansions. That's down, how big you are. <laughs> it's got, it's got, you've done it in a terraced, a terraced mansion. <laughs> two terraced mansions? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No. Well, or even a travel lodge has a spacious room. Travel lodges are fucking awful, aren't they? They don't. They have a double bed, though. I was in a travel lodge last week, one of the nights when we were away filming. Yeah. One night it was a travel, what, travel lodge in Berwick. Eric upon Tweed. Oh, nice. <laughs> Wasn't. What was wrong with it? It was horrible. It was next to a McDonald's and stuff, which should be all right. Well, it sounds all right. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, and no, one, and and it was next to the the last pub, the last pub in England, was next to it. What do you mean? Well, it's, oh. it's on the border. Okay. So it's the last pub in England. Right. And um, and they were really rude when I went in there. We went in there for something to eat, but we, me and Barry, had arrived late because we were following the crew. And uh, some of them had got some food, some of them had gone elsewhere, and it, they were really quite rude to us when we walked in, in that pub. I can't remember what it's called, I've got a photo of it on my phone. So I went back, I got a McDonald's, and went back to the travel lodge, and just the bed at the, that travel lodge was horrible. It was like rock. Oh, see, I had one that was more, like, bouncy, and I didn't Did like you? that either. I'd rather have a rock than a, a bounce. Well, do you know what? The following night, I was in a and b in mm. a different area, and um, I sank into that bed. It was lovely, Ooh. but the next day, my back was really achy. Yeah. But I did sleep proper good that night. Well, I don't mind a budget hotel. No, of course you don't. Well, you're just sleeping them, do you? Exactly. Just too go busy, there. Too busy do, doing the bad thing. Doing the thing. So, tell me about Paperboy, oh, please. He's, he's coming in. His name's Rich McCaw. Yeah. And he's, what do I call him? 
Uh, I think I think Rich is what you'll call him when okay. he comes in, to be honest with you. But his book's over there. Yeah. And so what he's done is... <laughs> it is, look. Have a look, listeners. Just over there. <laughs> it's behind See, you. Look over there. There it is. So he does like paper cutouts in, in photos and in pictures. As you'll oh, see I if see. You flick through the book. It's not origami. Well, I don't know if it's okay to call it that. Well, he not might... if it's not origami. Does he fold the paper? Does he make three D things out of paper? Not, I don't know. I don't know if it's three D. Look like it's in it's in a photo. He yeah, it's layered then. So it's oh, just layered say, stuff. I don't know, what I'm not about. About. I don't know about art stuff. But <laughs> but he, do you understand the concept of what he's done? Yeah, yeah. He puts it over a photo. I see. Yeah, okay. He made Big Ben into a wristwatch. It's nice. So that's good. Okay. But um, he has got a lot. He has taken the internet by storm because right. he's got two hundred ninety-seven and growing followers on Instagram. Okay. Ninety-seven thousand. So yeah, two hundred ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing well anyway. Oh, sorry, that was really, I wasn't, That's really I, I know, wasn't it? Wasn't it? It was just a genuine yawn. Sorry. This is his first book. I'm that sure wasn't aimed at Rich at all. I'd like him to teach me some art. And you. Teach maybe. you some art. Yeah, yeah. I've always, I'm all right on my art. I'm terrible. And I've always wanted to be good. Okay. So have you booked him to come and give you an art lesson? He doesn't, kind he doesn't of. know that yet, but yeah. And Mark with the Sea, I know of Mark with the Sea already. He's very funny over email. Is he? Mm. In what way? Is just, he flirting with you? No, I wouldn't say flirting, but he just puts in little uh, his bio is very funny as well okay please can you me. explain moist pussy to me please Matt well I don't know moist pussy by gigs is on my playlist oh I thought you can were you like explain? what is it so oh, no 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 I'm alright with that vagina can you explain to me I don't know why that's there why it's it was there, there earlier but I just didn't save the other one but you don't okay. have to play it I'm not going to do you think that's a Jacob thing in some way I, it heard, feels I heard like from him the other week actually did you yeah is he not well, dead? I've seen him actually. He came. He came. When up. did you see? Jo- oh, you sent me a photo of him. Yeah, that was fucking horrible. Yeah. Why did you do that? So I just thought, well, if I have to do this and actually see him, then I have to like share the experience with you. And I you disagree with all the, well, the, everything in that statement. Strange, you don't have to at all. Thing with Jacob. What did you do? Just had, the, had a chat about him and his, his life. What's he doing? He's working at uh, prim- primarily at LBC because he likes all okay. his um, newsy stuff. Well, because he likes all his right wing fucking yeah, vicious yeah. people. Yeah. Well. But, um, yeah, he seems all right. He seems quite happy there. He's staying there, yeah? Yeah, I think he is, That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's all I need is here. Yeah. He's not coming back is what I'm asking. No, no, no. Right, don't okay, worry. Fine, don't fine, worry, fine. no. That's all I was concerned Otherwise, about. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. Yeah, I'll enter it to you. What you No, saying? I'd say, what have you said? He said, yes, he is coming back. Do you know what? When I was walking there today, because yeah. I got into London early today, my train's been a bit fucked up because I booked some last minute because I was going to be driving a van down okay. to have the van service down here. And then my dad said that that van wasn't safe to drive. It's got a big crack in the windscreen. Right, okay. Like a big smile. But he just said, that'll come in. That will actually come in. And my dad's normally the person that goes, oh, no, you can drive him. They're designed to, to withstand the crack and that. And he looked at it and went, that isn't safe to drive. Oh, well then, better not. And he used to drive vans, right, so okay. he knows about them. So uh, all my plans were changed. So I booked a ticket last... I paid more to get down here today. So I booked a ticket last minute. Um, and just to keep it within the realms of affordability for any human... Mm. Um, I booked an earlier train down and an earlier train back. So that's why I'm kind of rushing for this show. It's because I'm getting the 8.43 back and I normally get the 9.15 back. Oh, okay. So I'm losing half an hour. And coming down, I I got here an hour early today. So I went for a wander and stuff. And while I was wandering, I went up to Forbidden Planet and I bumped into Rupert Magendi, who we were speaking about the other day. I bumped into Rupert. Okay, yeah. And I said, he's a producer. And and, and we were talking about that. And I said, do you know what? I've been speaking about you so much recently. He went, oh, why, why? And we had a chat. Um... And then I went to Forbidden Planet, and then I just, in my own time, was wandering about, because I was thinking a lot, and I actually thought, as I was walking to the studio, I got my, myself convinced yeah. that when I got here and said, can you send someone down to let me in, it, it was going to be Jacob. Well, you were very close to him in proximity today, Forbidden Planet's on um, Charing Cross Road, isn't it? 
Is that where LBC is? Yeah, well, that's Leicester Square. So no, it's it, not Chancros Road. Isn't it? No, it's uh, Shaftesbury Avenue. Oh, OK. Well, again, but still very, very close to him. Very close in proximity. Ooh, Does he feel like a shiver horrible, down your spine? Horrible. It's Leicester Square. I thought that was Rupert Magenda. He doesn't make me feel that way. <laughs> is he? Well, uh, I, I didn't see him. I didn't see him. I'm not seeing him on any trains where he's seen that's on the trains. That's good, but he's seen you, he said. Has he? Mm. What, what did he say? That's all I said. I said, have you seen him? He goes, yeah, I've seen him on some trains. But he's not made himself known to me. No, but he's always watching, I, I accept that. I accept that. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Okay, fine. I'd rather that than he then, actually said hello. Yeah. Or, hello. Oh, God. It's creepy. Uh, has he ever made a move on you? N- no, God, no. I just thought, could you go, go out drinking and stuff? Yeah, but that doesn't mean, that's, doesn't, that's not code, is it, for... Well, when we went for that drink. No, we weren't talking about that, didn't we? Didn't yeah, okay. we? So, but that was, you know, that was touch and go, wasn't it? That could, anything could have happened that night. It definitely was touch and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Совершенно запрещенные Белинского Гоголю. Ах, Николай Иванович, какое письмо! Every time I hear Gogo go, 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 Bordello. Bordello, mm. I always think I should need to listen to more of them. Mm. I've got all their albums and that. Oh, okay. Not off a torrent! Um... Just had a tweet, didn't we? What's a tweet? Oh yeah, what's going on with this fucker? This is doing my fucking. I hadn't noticed this guy before because for some reason he doesn't pop up on my Twitter feed. Right, Um, so it comes up. It's it's Jake four six two one five six four six. So we know that it's a spammy thing and all the rest of it. But since we interviewed, uh, who was that cat? What's that dude's name? Cat? Say who's that cat? Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, which cat? He's not, a, no, he's not a cat. Oh, Dave Benson. <laughs> I was being cool. I was being right. like, uh, yeah, speaking hey, about the kids. He's a cat. I do sometimes say cat. Okay, not right. much. Though. I don't think I say it enough I for it to think get I've away heard with you it. Say that before. I've definitely said it before. I'm um, Dave Benson Phillips. Dave Benson Phillips. So since, since we interviewed him, hmm. you've had this little spam bot following well, it's you around. The same guy. Um, no picture of him, which is a shame. Keeps asking you about sort of sexy stuff to do which with gunge. Says, would, would you get gunged in jeans? There was one day where he, he kept sending me a lot of different questions. Yeah, about yeah. I was tagged into some of them, then I reported him. So I'm a bit annoyed that that reporting hasn't worked because that is is that sexual harassment right I don't know even if it's a bot is gunged is well, they're all sort. Well, look, let's re- let, let's read all his tweets. He's asked Emma Willis, "Would yeah, you get gunged Kimberly in jeans? Wyatt. Would you both get gunged in jeans? Pixie lot. Would, would you, you get, get gunged in slime fest in jeans? Is that Danielle Lloyd? Maybe. Um, oh, we've got a which different one's Danielle Lloyd? Is she the model? I don't mean that's obviously not her real account, but okay. Have I met her? Um, I don't know. Who was the girl I, I met that I had a thing for? Um, Jodie Marsh? No, 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 no. The girl I had a thing for who was on Big Brother with Jim Davidson. And we met her at that party. Oh, I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name. Jesus. She was on about doing a show here at one point. Oh, flipping hell. No, it wasn't that. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. No, she did a show on her, didn't she? She really brought the fucking world down, that girl. She was in her last Um, week. Was she? Whoever it was, she was on Big Brother. She was kind of a very busty girl. I can't remember her name. Did modelling. I'm sure that was Danielle Summit. Oh, it is, and I can't remember her name. I really can't remember off the top of my head now. But the problem with it is we can't say tweet in if you know because it's, it's not, pre-recorded. It's not live, is it? If you know someone, anyway. Whoever it was, I thought I thought it was her. Uh, Would you get Gunge in jeans? Was there any shows you've been on? There was Pies and Gunge. Do you like Gunge? Would you get covered in it same, in same jeans? Same question to a lot of people. Kayla That's Strachan. That's Strachan. Disaster. If you'd like to be Gunge in jeans. How's this? How's this? Not been shut down as an account. He's, he keeps going for Michaela. Can we all report this account, please? Jake four six. 
4621546. Jake 4621546. Just get on Twitter. Just, just get reported. Constant, isn't it? All women. The harassing people. Targeted harassment, I guess it would Gabby be. Gabby Logan. Logan. She's there. The L- London Hughes. He's done a Nicola McLean. And has anyone replied to any of these? I don't think they have. Who's Nicola no. McLean? She was in Big Brother. Okay. Amanda Holden. She's yeah. there. Denise Van Outen. So, you know, Cat Dealey. Yeah, but you never get the idea, Nat. <laughs> no, I'm just like seeing. It's all the same tweet. How does Twitter not just recognise that the same tweet's going out? I don't know, but how is this... Do you think this guy's just copying and pasting and so lots of different... Saturday Kids is back. You're going too fast. I can't well, read these. the same. <clears> really. No, but then there's a different tweet and you're, you're scrolling oh, right. past it. What was your favourite game show? I read asks. something about Saturday Mashup because my friend's in that. Well, Hacker's in that, isn't he? Kids Hacker's TV is back. This is Zoe Salmon. And it's called Saturday Mashup. There is gunge and pies in the face. Would you get pied and gunge in jeans? So this is someone... Pies. But this is someone... Is it a kid, do you think? No, when you have all them numbers at the end of a Twitter name, it means that it's a spam thing, or it means it's a, it's a Russian thing or something. But someone put... They've obviously targeted certain people. Can you just tell them to fuck off? Can you actually reply to them and tell them to go fuck themselves? But the thing is, if you start... Inter- like, when you start interacting with them... Well, say that, then block them. Then... Also, why are you assuming it's a man? Oh, yeah, true. Well, it might not be. It's called Jake. I'm just going to ignore him, I think. Um, I'd, I'd block. I'd report and block. It's not, it's not Ash. I've seen one. Ashley. It's not I've seen him on the screen. Actually, Killed a bit of time, didn't it? Yeah, um, I did. So, uh, in the last show... But I wouldn't get gunged in jeans, by the way. You wouldn't? I don't know why it's specific about jeans. Well, like, I guess because it'd be jeans? clingy and wet and all that sort of thing. It's, oh, it's clearly so, someone's kink, so. isn't it? You could say leggings, though, or something. Yeah, you? either way. You know what I mean? It's not, I don't think this is somebody who's ever, ever got or will get laid. No. <laughs> um, Are you on the last show? So? Gareth Bundy. Oh, yes, he couldn't listen to the show because Same working. day today. Now, I've had enough of this now. It's, was he not working in Primark? Was that Gareth Bundy? I think that's what he said he was going to be doing. Right, okay, that's fair. Then. I am I am sick and tired now mm-hmm. of Gareth Bundy mm-hmm. proudly announcing that he's not listening to the show. I, 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 it has now gone beyond a joke for me. It's gone from, oh, it's my birthday, so I can't do it. Oh, I'm at my parents' house, so I can't... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I, I am sick of him announcing it. He's done it again today. I saw that, yeah. Oh, I can't listen live because I haven't gotten to get to work. Okay, how do you feel... What reaction does he want? How, how would you What does feel, he want? But would you rather people just didn't say anything rather than say, I'm not listening live? Don't, I just, just say good luck with the show if yeah, you want. That's yeah, it, yeah, anything good you point. want. Yeah, Enjoy the show, why, why immediately make it about you? Yeah, why immediately so, make so. it so it disappoints me? Why immediately make it so I am not listening? Yeah, I, I am listen. important. I am not listening to this because I've got to go to work. And it's always Gareth Bundy. What, what, why is Gareth Bundy so busy all the time? Well, I don't think Primark's busy between two. Is that two, where he's two, working two, in Primark? Well, that's what it said, between two and four on a Monday. I don't think that's busy. So, right, two and four on a Monday. So, What's happened is <clears throat> today. I see what I hope happened. Oh no! At Gareth putting his work today, right? Yeah. Do you know what I hope happened? And don't forget, he's had a new baby. Has he? Oh, yeah. Geez, don't forget that. Okay. Right. What I hope happened is I hope Gareth Bundy went into, went into Primark. Okay. Mm-hmm. Walks in, and I imagine that imagine when he walks in, he goes, "I'm here, everybody," because he's so desperate right. for attention. Clearly, so he walks in there. I'm here, right. and I hope at that moment when he walked in and said, "I'm here," that nobody really acknowledged him. Oh, he won't like that, will he? None of the staff, 
none of the customers really acknowledged him and he'd be like oh that's weird because that normally yeah, works that, that right. attention seeking <laughs> normally when I attention seek on Ian's show I get a reaction yeah, well true. he's not getting a reaction today because this is just a, what I hope happened but, okay, yeah. it's what I hope okay. happened and I hope he went about his business at Primark I don't even know what Primark does is it clothes? It's, it sounds a bit everything clothes but I bought sweets and I bought right. lip balm sounds right. a bit of stuff well he's in charge of stacking the, do they sell chocolates? yes yeah, so that's right. what they do yeah. he's in charge of stacking the chocolates at Primark yep. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was doing that and he's thinking this is really weird nobody's actually spoke to me today nobody's actually said anything to me today right mm, and, he, and here I am with the baby why has he got the baby in I've work? had to bring the baby into work because oh because his wife has met someone else and run Just off that morning and she's, <laughs> yeah, left, she's yeah. left him and yeah, the yeah that's baby. what I hope happened I hope, that his, okay. I hope his wife met someone else oh. right just, and just left the baby with a note so I take to its forehead so what <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs> right, I hope. But Gareth Fundy got up, right? And yeah. the baby was there in the kitchen, on the kitchen surface. Oh Not even in a God. pram, just just lay, no. lay on the kitchen she surface. Was, no, no. Precarious. Like, oh. if you hadn't come through at that point, it could have ended up on the kitchen floor, right? Yeah, but it's just it there. It's so lucky you came It's in. got a note, sellotape to his forehead, which says, I've had enough of your attention seeking, I have left you. I have gone off with um, Lenny Henry. It's quite a big note. That's why. Big I, note on the that's forehead. what I hope it said. Oh. I hope. I hope, Gareth, that your wife has left you for Lenny Henry. Right. That's what I hope. And you are left with a baby, so you had to say because your work is so important. Apparently, apparently, you've got to be at your work. Apparently, so you've had to set the baby into work. Yeah, right. Fair enough. They won't. Now, mind. here's what's happened. Unbeknownst to Gareth, on the note was some like powder. <laughs> Right, oh, no. which she doesn't know about. This has all been done by Lenny Henry. All of this has been done by Lenny Henry. I mean, we don't it hasn't. No, no. Hasn't. In in what in, in, this, what, in what I hope like fiction, in what I hope happens, fictional. I hope Lenny Henry has done this. I'm no, not saying he has he done it. I hope Lenny Henry has done it. I've worked with Lenny Henry a couple of times. Yeah, he seems like the sort to do what I'm about to say. Oh my god! In okay. my opinion, um, uh, he comes off that way to me. I yeah, like him very, very yeah, much, yeah. very much. Um, a very, very nice man. Um, so I hope what's happened is Lenny Henry, yeah. unbeknownst to Gareth or Gareth's message, right, or the baby for that matter, has been working in a lab, right? In his spare time, he's been working in a lab because yeah. the beds at the hotel he's been staying at weren't comfortable enough. I won't say I, what who I they were, that. but he considered them not comfortable enough. Yeah, but yeah. he he was contractually bound to stay at the hotels, so he's now just wandering the streets. And what he's done is he's met someone who works in a lab, kind of a mad professor, right? Mm-hmm doesn't seem mad at first when you first meet the, the person but it's all in the eyes you can see it in the eyes you know that girl that I interviewed the other week and oh, I say yeah, interview yeah. in the loosest sense of the word so um, he's gone and started hanging about this lab with this mad professor right yeah. now unbeknownst to Lenny Henry this mad professor has been experimenting with uh, basically with, with the human form and has been experimenting with um, the coding of DNA and all this sort of stuff right. he's messing about with all that and, and this professor has Again, I don't want to libel anyone either advertently or inadvertently has created zombies. Oh, right. right. So what he's done is reanimated. He's reanimated dead people, right? Is what's happened. But it's all in this powder. Some of this powder, when Lenny Henry's gone home to have sex with Gareth's wife, I'm sorry, Gareth, but that's what they've been doing. They may not. And rampantly, rampantly, he's been going at her like a lovey door on a windy night, right? (laughs) Um, as Lenny Henry has got some of this powder on him, okay? This is the zombie powder? Yes. Okay. And when he has, when Lenny has finally persuaded Gareth White to leave him, which didn't take long, by the way, Gareth, <laughs> literally, she, he, was, he was barely at the end of the sentence and she went, yes. Yeah. Right? He's given her a hug in celebration. They're going to be together finally. It's nice. Some of the powder has gone on to Gareth's message. Gareth's message has then written the notes. Some of the powder has gone on to the notes. The notes has been sellotaped to the baby's forehead. Yeah. Some of the powder has gone on to the baby. baby. Yep. Yep. Right? Yep. Right. This is what's oh, happened. Oh, dear. So, 
The baby, as far as we know, at this stage is fine. Yeah, right? it's still human. It's just in a stock cupboard. That's where oh, Gareth yeah, left yeah. it. It's fine. <laughs> right? It's just, <laughs> just left it there. It's in a cupboard. Yeah. But when the other staff have gone into the stock cupboard to be getting stuff for Primark, wherever they sell, yeah. they've got some of the powder on them. Some okay. of those staff have now become slightly zombified. Sure. It's a okay. baby at this point, all right? The baby is still just on the top shelf in a stock cupboard. But it's not zombie yet? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Okay, fine. I'm not saying it ever will be. Oh, okay. Might I'm not, not saying... Be. I don't know. I don't know well, if it yeah, will true, be. True. I'm just saying what I hope happened when Gareth went into work rather than okay. this is a show. So... Some of the staff who would have been Gareth's friends, I presume, or they certainly portray that they're his friends, they're probably just sick of him, but <laughs> they are now getting kind of zombified, right? Oh, they're kind no. of getting bits of them are starting to flake off, bits of them are starting to get a bit rotten and stuff, and they mm-hmm. are certainly have, they certainly have an urge for brains. Um, Gareth's going about his business. Now, uh, one of the members of staff, who's called uh, Julie, yep. Julie. Um, has come over to Gareth, mm-hmm. and Gareth says, hi Julie, how are you? And she's kind of not responding. Well, right? she's a zombie. She's, she's kind of just she looking at him. I don't think zombies can speak. Gareth doesn't know that she's a zombie. She's a zombie right? Right? He doesn't know this. And and he's like sort of making his jokes and stuff. They're probably rubbish, but he's making his jokes that he does every day. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Yes. Do you know what? He's actually probably just repeating stuff that I've said. Right. Because he, he goes to great lengths to say he doesn't listen to the show. It's never as funny on second hand as exactly. someone's retelling Exactly. Um, I know Rich is here, but this is very important. Um, right, so... She basically. No one knows who you're talking to. There, sounds like you're talking to me. She basically makes a swipe at Gareth. Right. Okay. Right. And yep. what she does, uh, her fingernails have grown. She. She's gone. Why has she gone to swipe him? Because she's zombie. Because she's, well, she's zombie. She's oh, yeah, yeah, brains. Yeah, sure. Right. She swiped at him, and her fingernails have gone right through his cheek, right through his cheek in a swipe, oh. right through his cheek into his mouth, and sliced his tongue. Oh, right. They've, they've, they've sliced his tongue in a, a very clean motion. Very clean motion because they're very sharp fingernails already. Gareth's like, "What is happening?" But he can't say it. <laughs> I don't think that's the first thing you'd say it's if someone says. sliced with their fingernail through your All cheek. Right. And you're <laughs> yeah, that's that, what he says, right? That probably. He pulls away. The pulling away rips his cheek mm. off. In it's off in one thing. So it's one block just sick. comes off. It's not a slight. It's off, off completely. Ooh. That just falls on the floor. He's got no cheek. <laughs> cheek on the floor he starts running straight into the path of the other work people okay the other work people that are there they're all zombified already at this point um they all swipe at him as well one of them takes his eye out like that just gone just gone he doesn't even know what's happened he just realizes he can't see he can't see one side of it he doesn't know his eyes gone is it the same side as the cheek uh opposite side i'd say okay opposite side now gareth to his credit at this point is thinking the baby that's nice of him to think about the, the baby. baby. Oh my god, I've got the baby here. It's on the top shelf of the stock cupboard. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he nice. breaks away from the zombie crowd and runs at the stock cupboard. Right. Yeah. Um, gets in there, shuts the door behind him. Bang! So it's like, oh my god, he's got blood pouring out of his cheek. He can't see out of one eye. He's got no depth of vision. So it takes him a long time to climb up to the baby because he can't see oh, yeah, where the. That's fair enough. He's yeah. grabbing for a shelf that isn't there because oh, he's got no depth of vision. Is baby not crying? No, can't hear the baby. The baby is eerily silent. Oh no! Eerily silent. Why? Why? It's a zombie. Uh, who knows? Not necessarily. Zombies can't speak. Maybe, the, maybe, the, maybe the zombies have eaten the baby. Maybe the baby's not there. We don't know yet. Oh god! At this stage in the story. Is... By the way, Gareth, none of this would happened if you'd listened to the show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is what I hope happens. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, Gareth manages to work out okay that's the shell he's feeling for it okay it, it's not where i can see it but I, I, I can work it out he's climbing the shelf the baby it's about 30 foot up mm. where he's left this baby Jesus. right which again well that's for social high. services to sort out <laughs> he gets to the top of it yeah and the baby is facing the other direction 
it's that's creepy yeah it's just it's just, a, it's just the back of a baby the baby's turned it's the back of a baby that's all he can see and he's like hey hey come on nicola i don't know what his baby's called come on nicola was a boy i didn't know why we gotta get out of his all fucked up face we gotta get out of here we gotta get out of here right the baby's head oh god to do an exorcist at this point turns completely completely round right like cracking the neck but all the time that way you can hear on the doors it's genuinely going to be nightmares they're all scratching on the doors because I know that when children get possessed that's one of my all the zombies right the baby turns its head round and the face on his on what was once a beautiful baby yeah is like a squashed yeah Squat, kind of morphed. You remember those things you put your fingers in the back of them, you used by McFairs, them little faces. Yeah, yeah. Make them talk and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but it's very clearly the what? face yeah. of Lenny Henry. <laughs> right? And Gareth, what? Like, what? Gareth gasps. The face opens its mouth. It's got just all pointy teeth. It's just all pointy teeth. Yeah, yeah. And it just lunges towards him. And kills him this is why I should listen dead. to the, the show the baby just rips Gareth apart so straight Gareth the throat. Now. killed by his own zombie baby and his wife's fucking Lenny Henry in a travel lodge which is contractually against the law as well for Lenny <laughs> hey you Tom it's Bob from the office down the hall we'll all come inside and eat your brains yeah that Gareth Eat your brains. It's going to eat your brains. And contrary to that song, mm. your baby is going to eat your eyes. Oh, God. Because that song says we're not going to eat your eyes. We don't want to eat your eyes. And your baby is going to... With them sharp teeth I spoke about, it's going to um, eat your eyes. going to eat your eyes. It's going to eat your eyes first. Your eye, rather, because remember one's missing from the other zombies that pulled your eye out in one. Do they have teeth, zombies? This one does. Okay. Very sharp. They more, might do, actually. They more do. vampiric. Is it a, vam- a vampiric zombie? No, I think zombies do because they eat people. Either way, Gareth, your newborn child that you've been left with while your, li- your wife has gone off with Lenny Henry is going to viciously murder you in Primark because you didn't listen to the show. Oh, anyway, we're joined now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at this, Rich. Uh, we're joined now by Rich McCaw. Hello, man. Hey, hey. Hello. You're you all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm feeling quite bloodlusty, though. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've got myself into that sort of mood. It's I'm now disconcerting. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, but you're near the door, to be right, fair. Yeah, so I've got a good position. all sort of twisted shit going on in my oh. mind at the moment. <laughs> really, I'm, I'm imagining Gareth Bundy getting his head all ripped apart. No, don't his, move. No, that's what I'm imagining. Don't imagine that. I can't. I mean, you can't stop what you imagine, can oh, you? I suppose, yeah. His baby, his baby's on the top shelf of oh, the store cupboard, and it's just ripping okay, his, ripping his on fucking head right open. <laughs> um, so we're here to talk today about Paper Boyo around the world in cutouts. So this is your book. Yeah. Instagram sensation. Apparently, what you are. Yeah. How would you do that? Uh, <laughs> Is it all like nudes and that? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. selfies and nudes. I mean, you know, give them what they want. Um, no, so can you my, do nudes on Instagram? No, you're not allowed to. They yeah, have I thought very, that. They have a no, they've very got the strict nipple rule. There's a yeah. free the nipple, isn't there? Yeah. Hashtag going on yeah. for that. But all right. Yeah. Maybe oh, that'll be in the next book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are there any boobs in this book? Uh, no, there, there is a Kim Kardashian uh, cutout in this book, actually. Is that okay? So there's, okay. There is a little bit of risque content. <laughs> uh, so what what happened with... So is, it, is this what you were doing on Instagram? Is this kind of thing? Yeah, so I joined Instagram... I was a bit late to the game. It was like the end of 2014 when I joined. So, you know, there's already quite a few people big on there at that point. Okay. And I joined and I sort of got interested in photography and mm. living in London. I was going around London with my camera. 
and then put it on Instagram and then realised that all of my photos were like the same as everyone else's photos in okay. London you know photos of Big Ben photos of the yeah, yeah. looks like everyone else's babies, so, babies eating their father's face off yeah exactly it's yeah. the sort of stuff that's you see all standard stuff yeah, really. standard, yeah, yeah, yeah. standard Instagram stuff so, Gareth Bundy bleeding to death oh, in a yes. store cupboard <laughs> He had yeah. some of them, I'm sure. <laughs> they all spurted out of his jugular because his yeah, baby had five, five likes. Five likes. I don't, I don't think he liked it. Picture guy body with his jugular all ripped open yeah. by his baby's teeth. But anyway, go on. So yeah, I then I so um, a few years before Instagram, I I'd been interested in papercraft. I used to make music videos for my friend's band, you know, stop motion stuff like that. Yeah. And so I combined the photography with the paper to do something a little bit different and then came up with the idea of transforming landmarks in London with bits of paper. So yeah, like yeah. a really sort of simple homemade idea. Didn't have any ambitions to do anything with it other than just a few photos. And I did one, it went down well on my Instagram, so I did a few more in London and it sort of picked up a bit of interest over time. And then a few months later, Lonely Planet sent me a message on Instagram saying, hey, we like, we saw what you do, we like what you do, and would you like to do some for us? Yeah. And I thought it was like a fake, you know, I thought yeah. it was one of my friends messing around. What's Lonely Planet, like. by the way? Lonely Planet's a big travel brand, so they do okay. tour, tour, travel guides, guides and, yeah, yeah sort of. I've, no, I've, I've used them before they're very handy actually yeah. learnt yeah. it all this morning just repeating what you're saying trying to <laughs> yeah, put, put a glasses on and try to see I, intelligent <laughs> yeah. so uh, travel guys uh, just copying what he's saying now. I didn't know that to be honest I didn't, wasn't sure that they were still yeah yeah they're still going and they're very much um, yeah they're digital savvy now so they've okay, got a couple of good apps out I feel like I'm plugging did you save over, that company yeah. So did you save that company? Yeah, why not? Let's say that. Let's say that. It's quite so, now, isn't it? Quite <laughs> <laughs> it happened. So they gave me uh, something like seventy-five pounds to do a few photos around Europe. And since I was like, well, if I'm being commissioned by Lonely Planet, I'm going to make sure I do this, you know, hundred percent. So I spent something yeah. like six hundred pounds okay. on tickets around Europe, going to destinations that I wanted to do great photos with. But it totally paid off um, because uh, some of the photos went viral on the Facebook and the social platforms, and then it led to me being in. You know, a few newspapers and online articles, and then I jumped. I think I went from five thousand followers to eleven thousand overnight, and then right. oh, kept growing. Two hundred ninety-seven thousand. Yes. Three hundred seventeen at the 317, moment now. Three hundred seventeen thousand. Yeah. So it's still growing, which is cool. Cock swinging now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, so. At what point then? Because you said you didn't set out to do that. At what point what, did it seem viable to actually? follow it in a, in a kind of career path sort yeah, of way yeah well it was only so I've been doing that since the middle of uh, 2015's when I, yeah, yeah. I did my first paper one and it was only last at the end of last year that I okay. actually felt comfortable enough to leave my day job yeah yeah what were you doing I used to work at uh, the BBC actually so we used okay. to do all the stuff in between the programmes like the swimming hippos do you remember yeah, 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 yeah. the team I was on did that oh, that's terrible aren't they they're awful they're no longer no, there <laughs> unfortunately I think the new ones are rubbish. Uh, I don't think I've seen the new ones. The new ones are just general British public. So there's people in a lot of. Oh, yeah, I have seen them. Yeah, it's just groups of people. Yeah, doing what? Not, not just, much. Just being the they're BBC. Not sw- they're not swimming. Yeah, the they're not swimming. They're not swimming around in circles. Oh, well, yeah, no, no hippos no. in it now. No, no hippos. Oh. It's a shame. There's nothing that said BBC like hippos now. <laughs> so it seemed like a good time to leave when the hippos went. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When, when the paper stuff took off. Yeah. So yeah, I it feels like you were pushed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job you're doing your cutouts because you'd have been fucked, mate. <laughs> you'd have been for so, hell, yeah. forever known as the bloke who did the hippos. You got any hippo cutouts? My actual job was I was the guy in the hippo suit. Yeah. Yeah. So any hippos in there? No, unfortunately not. Excellent question, Nat. Well, okay. So, um, wait, is it, do you know what's a weird thing about this? This is the sort of thing that people have as, have as an idea and think that will take off. 
you know what I mean? It's sort of thing mm-hmm. that would be a, a forced idea where you'd go, what what could I get? A book, a book like yours, what could I do to make a book like that? What would be the idea? What would be the hook of it? So it's kind of nice that it's come about in an organic way. And it has yeah, been a, absolutely. A, yeah. I think like the key to most creative success is that you do it because you love to do it. You just do it because you know you, you decide you've got nothing to lose, nothing to gain. You just yeah, do it yeah, because yeah. it's fun to do. And so I spent you know half the photos in this book were just done on my evenings and weekends before I before it became a career for me yeah, yeah. Know, stuff that I just put loads of time into and um, yeah like I say I think that's that's the key to any anyone and I, I'm sure you guys agree any, anyone mm. in the creative field you, you get into it because you love to don't, do it I can't think I can't think of anyone I know in the creative yeah, <laughs> any creative field really well um, Nat can you just explain what the book is can you explain it in your terms what it is what is it you've just described it no but you I'd like to hear you say okay, describe as, what it is right, so it's a collection of photographs yes, from around the world good, of good. which Rich Paperboy uh, does some cutouts on this one I've opened to you now it's uh, of the Loch Ness Monster mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so, what, so how, how is it how is the Loch Ness Monster in the picture what, what's well, happened well he's been um, put over there in the picture with being held onto the photo yeah. as in with hands you can yeah. see two hands or fingers with it over the photo and then someone's taken a photo of that hands. Yeah. Yep. it is not which I mistakenly yeah that's what I was getting to I know, you, I know you, what you, are. you said to me when I arrived in the studio today you said um, I can't wait to meet uh, Paper Boyo you said um, I'm going to ask him to teach me origami yeah fancy learning there's no reason why you couldn't teach me that anyway it's cut but, uh, up but, uh, it's paper and yeah. I can't do art I feel like the next thing I could do in the next book could be origami around the world yeah I think origami. so yeah. it's nice <laughs> like Christ the Redeemer here nice yeah, picture yeah it's nice yeah um, no, but it is. It's a really simple. It is really it's, good it's, idea. It's a very yeah. yeah. I think. I mean, the trick to it is to make it look effortless, as if I just turn up to the place, have the idea, take the photo, mm. and yeah. then boom. Obviously, there's a lot of like thought process that goes behind it. There's a lot of things that go wrong. Yeah. So because the cutouts are made of they're made of card, but it's still quite flimsy card. Mm. So you know, if it's a windy day, I, you, you'll see me there standing, getting increasingly frustrated the more windy that it gets. There's also things like you know, there's a few. I, I went to a place in Hong Kong where I had an idea to do a photo. And it was covered in scaffolding, so I right. had to let the idea go. Okay. There's there's so many other sort of things yeah. that go into it that I mean the book is you know you're meant to see the success stories, but we made sure we put a section at the back of the failures, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, all the things yeah. that went wrong. So that yeah, there's a few things. Oh no, oh, she, she loves things going no, wrong. No, no, I'm just interested. It produces this show. I bet it'll still be good. It also shows that it's actually made of paper because I had a few people ask me if it's all photoshopped, which would just be boring. That's my next question. So is it? It's all in camera. It's all yeah. It's all in camera. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of color correction with yeah, yeah, Lightroom yeah. and that sort of thing of course but yeah it's all in camera and uh, yeah I think the, the ones that go wrong sort of prove that still good though Rich <laughs> thanks that's a nice one so ones that don't quite are you, sing- one are you single <laughs> that's still the Statue of Liberty ones right it's though. a nice idea yeah. but I just couldn't quite it's, put it's, it off it's, it's, just, just don't look at a genuine question are you single don't stop there's no reason why anyone are you doing who, this anyone who travels as much as me just doesn't have time for a yeah. relationship yeah. Well, yeah. Make, make sure you state that <laughs> <laughs> state it very firmly now noted doesn't have time for a relationship now because Relati- I, well, I said the Statue of Liberty one's nice. Relationship could be half an hour in a travel lodge, right? So he's not even got time for that, all right? Oh, I'm a bit classier than travel lodge. Oh, yeah. here we go, here we go. See? Game on, game on. <laughs> <laughs> now she's interested. Can you just sneak her into a mile maze on? Oh, they are nice. Um, so uh, my other question to do with, when I asked you about the idea, when did you see that it was viable to do as, a, as an actual thing rather than just something you did because you enjoyed doing it, is... Uh, did, did that then feel like was there then a pressure to it then because I, I think once you stop doing some, something as a hobby and it becomes a career sort of thing suddenly it becomes harder to do I, that's what I find anyway it becomes harder to do it it becomes harder to be a spontaneous or to because things then feel like you've got to get them done in a certain Absolutely, time frame you've yeah. got to, you start to feel the pressure yeah, yeah, if yeah. people are starting to pay you to do it then you feel like you've 
you know, I could always, if I was doing it for free and no one was paying me, I could go out for a day in London yeah. and not get any results and there wouldn't be any problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone's paying me, I need to come back with a few photos. Um, so, yeah, there was definitely like um, a bit of pressure, but I took that as a positive as, you know, having a bit of fire up your backside to go out and do pour, force yourself to do more things, yeah. know, more creativity. At the same time, though, when you give up your day job to follow your passion, that means you've got 100% time and effort you can spend on your passion. Yeah. So it sort of goes both ways. There's a bit of pressure. 100% which, of his time um, now. 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and then, yes. yeah, the, the more time that you've got with it. And also, yeah, I think, and also having the Instagram following, you're getting constant feedback from mm. your followers. You're seeing what they like, what they don't like. And, you know, that helps steer you to, where, to new things. And the great thing about what I do is that the more places that I go, the more the more of a wider canvas I have. Yeah. So the more tra- so the more opportunity that I had to travel, the more ideas and things that I could play with. And how, without meaning to dwell on a potential negative, but I, mm-hmm. I'm genuinely interested, yeah, yeah. Um, as, as with all these things, um, the simplicity is what sells it. And, and the, I think people sometimes stretch for bigger ideas mm-hmm. and you go, no, rein it in. And you'll find that the most simple thing is going to be the thing that probably will, will yeah. be successful. But it's also a very nickable idea, isn't it? So it's also, invariably with these, this sort of thing, you end up seeing them on adverts and stuff and, and yeah. people didn't know that you, that you started it. Away. It's like, remember the OK Go video with mm-hmm. the, on the treadmills? Yeah. And then it was on yeah, some yeah. advert for like uh, one, Barocca one. or something like oh, that. It was on, yeah. Maybe it was a bank, maybe it was a bank, whatever it was. Yeah. They, they certainly nicked that idea yeah, yeah. of the treadmills. You know, it was, it was a nicked idea or maybe they bought it, whatever. But is that something that's started happening, or is that something that you're concerned about? Or there's, so, there's yeah, not there's, really a way of policing it, is there? Cause it, no, there isn't. No, yeah. no. It's, it's you know, if you put it on Instagram, it's for anyone to see and yeah, yeah. for anyone to nick. Yeah. And ad um, agencies just will troll the internet for yeah, other people's ideas. Yeah, they, they absolutely do. And I, I mean, I've been lucky in that a lot of a number of ad agencies have come to me and uh, okay, because yeah, you work with brands, haven't you? So it's Coca-Cola, Disney, Vodafone. Yeah, So exactly. they, they do come to you. And yeah, they, 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 they come to, to me, something. and I, I, she's just shown off that she can read for you. I'm showing because I've read a press she release. She sees you, as, you a, as a potential mate. Uh, <laughs> and, um, someone's read the press release here. That's me. I never read them. I oh, know, never. So someone's got to know what's going proud on. Proud of it. I'm proud of not reading Because <laughs> we're chatting, I'm finding out just face to face. You're doing a fine job. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, Lexus approached me recently okay. to do a car advert for them. So, you know, that was great because I got to work with them. And so they didn't nick the idea. I just collaborated on with them on the ideas. Yeah. But, yeah, I've sort of seen a few Instagram, other Instagram accounts where it looks very similar to what I'm doing however I'm pretty sure one there's one that's got a few thousand followers that's pretty much what I'm doing but I he photoshops this stuff you can see that okay. it's not made out of paper yeah and it's but all it is plausible that somebody would have the same idea really isn't yeah, it it's, totally. it's a, it's, which makes it harder to please as well exactly it's, yeah it's, it's totally thing. plausible because as you say it's such a simple and you know so many people have said to me it's like one of those ideas like oh why didn't I think of that because, yeah, yeah, yeah because it's so straightforward but I feel like because I've got a following because I've made it my signature and you know hopefully with this book and everything like that is going to be associated with me this this style of yeah, photography the, the book helps hugely because yeah. then it is official there in black and white yeah exactly it? and I'm not saying that I necessarily invented this style I'm sort of I'm sure someone did this before me as well it's just I've, I've ran with it um, could would you do a commission work for me but but that, that I don't pay for vampires and no 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 not at all okay. not at all what it does involve though because all your things are essentially just shadowy mm-hmm. or you know just, it would involve a little bit more detail than what you've actually been doing Okay, but it would, it would delight me if you would do it. In the right, don't look at her. Right. <laughs> see that, right? Well, how can you say see me if you can't right. look at me? Just, just ignore her voice. Right? Oh <laughs> right. my god! Just ignore it. Right, I have this. If she wasn't here now, what I would be telling you was this. Right, mm-hmm. is I have this ongoing 
See, it started as a piss take, but I think it might have turned into... I... I, I try to resist acknowledging to myself that it may be a sexual fantasy. Right, I don't think it is that, but I, I obsess about it so much that I now worry that it is a sexual fantasy, okay? okay. Is that I um, view Nat as a giant. I'm five foot eleven. Right. Okay, I'm right. five foot eleven. Right. Thanks, Rich. This is this has been an ongoing thing so, in this show, right? I I that's well, a perfectly good height. Here's two things that happened in my life. One is when I think of Barry Dodds, who I work with on another podcast. When mm-hmm. I think of him, I I think of him as bald, and he's not bald. Okay. But I think of it when I think of him, he's bald. When I think of him, I don't know what that's that means. Strange, okay. yeah, isn't yeah. it? Right. But other people have also, agreed with me on that. Have yeah. actually said, no, I think of him as being bald, but he's not. He isn't bald. Does he look good, bald? In your imagination, he doesn't look good either way. Like, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, looks, I, don't, I don't mean no. I don't mean he looks awful. I mean like he doesn't. He doesn't, doesn't shine either way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when I think of Nat, yeah. I think of her as this kind of big. Sort of like, um, kind of, it's in Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. I, I think, but, but it's her body, and she's not a monster, it's her no, body. But I think of it like that, hanging onto buildings and stuff. Yeah. And I think of it, really I, I have an ongoing. buildings that are like That's, five foot I mean, 11 and under. No, massive, no, massive buildings, right? But she's sort of towering above When them. you said giant, I thought you were going to go like 10 foot or something, but you're going. No, you're going no, 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 Cloverfield yeah. scale. Oh, right? how, I think how tall her, is that? I think of her picking up cars. Like 30, 40 30 foot. foot. More than that. It's more than that. It's more than that. And, and picking up cars and like and this is the thing that I think about the most right. shaking ca- cars that have got people in them picking them up and shaking them so the people fall out of the car <laughs> and she eats them right and then he just like throws the car in this in this photo across can the, the car city. be Ian's car and he's right. the first person to shake a car. out of a car I got a car well, get, I'll go and get one. you a car right yeah okay that'd be fine get- but I just thought that you that your ideally place I mean my missus can do graphic design and stuff so I could, right. I could get her to do it if, okay. you, if you haven't got time nice collaboration yeah yeah oh, yeah, 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 by, yeah by all means yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No. no I'll push my missus in the direction of, his, of a good looking single man yeah no problem at all <laughs> um, no I, I just thought that you could help me visualise that as a thing yeah. Uh, but it, it, what we need more details. You we can't just show like that, a, we that. We should do a Godzilla as oh, well. Do you think it's a good idea? Richard? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She could fight the Godzilla. Yeah. I feel like we got a movie commission as well. Coming yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, what? Um, could you <laughs> actually get, like have a foot on Godzilla's neck? So she's like, it's almost like she's yes. just done it without thinking. She's just managed to overcome Godzilla at the same time, whilst yeah. also hanging on to London Eye, whatever, and and shaking the car. <laughs> Shaking a car in a mouth. Let's make it a red bus. Yep. Let's, you know, Perfect. Stay on then we can put yeah. more people. Yeah, then we can exactly. put more people. Yeah, so yeah. if she's shaking a red bus, then we can get uh-huh. loads of people all uh-huh. like falling into a mouth like rainbow drops, you so, know, the sweets rainbow sorry, drops. I'm now shaking. I'm so tall that I'm shaking a double decker bus. A double decker yes. bus. A bendy bus, by the way, now. And you've got a Godzilla under your foot. Don't yeah. You oh, I didn't know this was going to go like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This is how the creative process works. This is what we're doing now. Blue sky thinking. It's. I see. I don't know how you feel about this, but I see it. As, and I, I'm willing to listen to you if, okay. you if you think differently, but I think a bendy bus, mm. you know the London bendy buses? Do they still exist? I think we sold them all, didn't we? Yeah, oh, okay. oh gone. Yeah. Well, for the purpose of this. Okay, they're coming back. Can, yeah, back. Yeah. So, and that way it can sort of like bend like a frankfurter in a hand. Yeah. Like, um, I don't need to make it look too much like a cock, but right. it, okay. it, if some people view this picture as, oh, look, she's grabbing a big cock, right? Yeah. So I don't think it. you do smutty stuff, do you? It's not smutty, because so, we're, we're doing it in camera. <laughs> As a real thing, if people choose to perceive that, that's not happening. That it, that it, look, it looks a bit like you with a big floppy cock in your face, right? I don't think you're into we that. We can't book. control that. No, he's not doing it deliberately. There's no rudes in that book. We're not trying to be rude. Okay. 
It's just if people all we're saying, we cannot control what people think of it afterwards, right? I get you know what a lot make of my it look like a big cock. No, <laughs> a lot of my followers always yeah. say to me, "Yeah, why don't you do something with a, a penis or something?" And yeah, that's yeah. why you know when you look at stuff like the uh, the shard or uh, the uh, what's the uh, gherkin, the gherkin. Yeah, gherkin. it's too obvious, though, it's, isn't it? It, it is too obvious. Yeah, but, yeah, but big, for the purposes of this, bus is much better. But for the purpose of this, I think we could have a big bendy bus that may or may not look like a penis. It's, a, right. it's completely up to you. But again, we're just back and forward, and mm. so we don't exactly. have to do that. I'll, I'll write this one down. And what we are in agreement on is that it should be a massive gnat. She's defeated Godzilla. We've agreed on Godzilla. Oh, that's, that's good. Sure. Isn't is it? London Eye is that too obvious, or do you think? No, let's let's get a bit grabbing, of location in there. Grabbing yeah. onto something. So hold on. I'm I'm killing Godzilla. I'm standing on London Eye, and I've got a big bendy bus in my hand that may or may not look like a penis. As Brilliant. long as, as long as it's got people well, falling out of it and into your mouth. Everyone, isn't a lot that going on in this yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it could Did be. you say about the film commission? Because I'd like to play myself in the film. I yeah, think. I think I feel like this could be. Yeah. Oh, well, I think Andy Serkis would probably do the voice. He always I can does see the voices that. for the. Andy Serkis would do my voice. He always does the voices. You'd be completely motion capped. The whole thing would be motion capped. You wouldn't even be in it. I wouldn't. So what we would make? You could be creative consultant. You know. Thank you. What would you normally do? Well, we need a. 3D model of you is what we need in the first place. Okay, right, okay. so we, so you would have to be scanned completely sure. and nude. I'm sorry, but you would have to be. Right. We would dress the 3D model. And then they go, oh, she's five foot eleven. That seems weird that we've made her into a thirty foot person going around no, eating no, and no, no, they would go. Now we understand why we have to motion cap her because we have to make her bigger. All right, try and try and keep up right, with us okay, now. Fine, fine. Right, motion cap is fine. Do you know what? I never told you this, but I, you know, I went to the Star Wars set. Yeah. And this is just a nice story okay, about Carrie right. Fisher. Sorry, yeah. Oh, um, when I went to the Star Wars set. Um, uh, they showed me the motion caps of Carrie Fisher, mm. where they scanned her body, and in every single one that they'd taken of her, she was doing the bird with her fingers, and yeah. they said that was the only way she would agree to do it was if she could give the bird in her fingers. That's exactly what I'll be so doing. So every motion capture of well. Carrie Fisher, she was giving the bird. Just a little yeah. showbiz story for you. Feel free to put that in there because that's what I'll be doing to all of oh. you when I see this big picture coming out. <laughs> I honestly don't know how I can work with you anymore because this is <laughs> for, for two creative people to get right, okay. so sparked. Are you saying then. that I'm your muse then? Because I feel like I want to be a muse. I'd say your inspiration. Yeah, you're, you're my you're my big big giant inspiration. Ah. Big giant monster in oh, London. I'm probably Ins- just going to hit in the word inspiration and take that. Yes, you're you're okay. my you're my muse big giant gargantuan woman eating things out of buses news woman lovely I heard that I heard news woman so that's good this is great this is great ideas for my next book thank you so for the next book this would be flicky book this would be page one make it a flicky book yeah so so basically all you do in the book so when you get the book and it's a nice size for a flicky book as well Mm. like that when you're flicking it and all it is is Nat just sort of lumbering into view, like da da da. That's Godzilla. Give me that. You destroy Godzilla yeah, in, uh, around page thirty. <laughs> right. right okay. Godzilla's dead by then. What am I doing with the bendy bus? Am I eating it? No, I don't know what you're saying. You're shaking people out of it so you can survive. Right. You're being nourished. People are very yeah. little, aren't they? So it feels like they wouldn't be very filling. No, they wouldn't. That's why you're not picking up a fucking Reliant Robin and just pick, oh, not one person. That's why you're picking up a bendy bus, which has got loads of people in it, so you're getting bucks. some sort of nourishment oh, from them. Fine. Okay. Do you even sense. understand how to be a gargantuan monster? No. Going around I London. Don't, no. Well, then leave that to the creatives. <laughs> right, you just okay, turn fine. up with the body scan. <laughs> Naked. It's very important. <laughs> Um, well, it seems like you're sorted then. It seems like what, you're sorted. So this will do well. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Um, this yeah, book. I mean, it's, 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 your next it's, one sorted spent, as well. well so and we'll pay one of the next yeah. one, yeah. And that's a beautiful um, thing that you said on the first page there. Thoughts? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm glad it makes sense. Can I, I read think, it? Yeah, please do. For uh, It's a dedication in the book. For anyone struggling to see more than just what's in front of them. Oh, that's nice. 
I wrote that and then I thought I was proud of myself and then the next day I thought hmm does that sound a little bit wanky no no I think it's lovely good no good. I genuinely do I know you mean I know why you think that yeah. but but I think it's a really lovely thing to say and for the second book it'd be like <laughs> for anyone in denial about how fucking massive she is <laughs> that's very, very specific that. that one isn't it, it? Rather than just general it'd be, a, it'd be a limited print run that one alright for, all right, for anyone <laughs> yeah, yeah. for anyone scared anyone, that a massive woman is going <laughs> to the massive woman doesn't know how, how tall they are. It's going to leap through London, and she can do it. How I imagine it, she leaps through postcodes like very easy in one step. <laughs> just one step. There we go. Oh, yeah. I'm in Waterloo now. Saves a lot on travel fare. Yeah. Don't have to get yeah. a travel card, right, do right it? Right it. Oh, the only thing she can't do, yeah, anything she can't do is eat. She can't go. She can't go. Oh, can I get in that? Can I get in that cafe? It's like no, she has just to pick things up. I can just shake the cafe now. Just shake them all in your face. Yeah, yeah. How's we like to do a debrief at the end of interviews? How's it been for you? A bit surreal, but yep. um, yeah, I yeah. think uh, creativity is all about surrealness, so it's all good. How did you imagine it before you came in? How did you imagine it during the interview, and how do you feel about it now it's ended? Before I, before you got here, what did you think was going to be? I had, uh, I had, I thought it'd be a very serious conversation, yeah. a very oh, artistic, well, yeah. serious we are normally, conversation. Which it has yeah. been, has well, been that as well. Which it has yeah, been, it's been yeah. Moments, yeah, yeah. 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 It's also been creatively inspiring yep. to you know, bounce around some new ideas. Yes, yeah. Thank yes. You. At what point during the interview, if we're going to call it that, <laughs> um, did you in your head think, this is pointless? Uh, no, I, 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 I honestly hasn't, don't know why I've bothered. I haven't reached that point haven't yet. Reached yet. That point yet no. No. Okay. Um, well, your book, is it in bookshops and stuff? Yeah, it's uh, Amazon, Waterstones, Tesco are doing it. Um, yeah, don't get it in Tesco. <laughs> where'd, you make, uh, where'd you make the most money? Uh, commissions from various travel brands. I know I meant in what brand, what store. We want to so oh, which, which bookshop? Which bookshop? Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, it's not Amazon. It won't be Amazon. No, it'd be an actual bookshop. Like oh, Waterstones. I think Waterstones, 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 Waterstones are quite Waterstones yeah, the biggest ones. Right. I think Waterstones are quite poor for what you Borders get back. Okay? Is Borders still I going? I can't remember. Not for the last fifteen years, man. I, I swear there was one in Kingston. Borders? Yeah, I thought there was one when I saw. Oh, what am I thinking of? Another one. Oh, actually, the bookshop. This, again, this is one of the problems. When you're that high above street level, <laughs> when you're that, it would be forgivable for Nat to look down and go, that's a borders, but she, well, she can't, she can't see. She can't see. The bookshop. I'd get it. Do you have, it on, you have a website? Uh, no, it's just direct. my Instagram. It's just my Paperboy Instagram. Oh, okay. But yeah, if you type Paperboy into Well, buy two Amazon. of them. It's only twelve ninety nine. Buy yeah. two, so you're guaranteed to get more money from them. Um, it's re- I, I really like it. It's just like a really simple idea. Yeah, I, I understand that frustration with people just going, oh, God, that's fucking so easy. But at the same time, it's uh, it means that you can get it straight away. But so, the execution doesn't, is it? So yeah. you know that's what it's all, all about. Um, best of luck with it, man. It's been really nice chatting well, with you, and me. just uh, just tweet it over or whatever. This when do you need this that. photo? But it's like a Christmas present for you, is it? No, I don't, I don't need it urgently. Oh, I mean, urgently. we've already established now it's potentially going to be a flicky book. Flicky, yeah, that's true. So okay. just as and when, or you might just forget about it. But I'll do, I'll just like I'll mail you I once or twice a week. I can get out of my head. <laughs> Have so, uh, we got all his contact details? That's everything. Yeah, it's fine. Just yeah, give me his contact fine. details. Okay. I'll just like text. And, and if he's not responsive, I'll start texting in the middle of the night sure, and okay. things like that. <laughs> <laughs> to, just I'm, I'm, I want to get him to the point where it's easier to just do it. Yeah. Do you know what? I'll yeah, just do it. I'll just get it done. I'm, I'm, and I'm kind of persistent with this sort of thing as well. So even though we've had a joke about it, please look me in the eyes now and know. I, I promise you, you will make this picture at some point. I, I'm not going to say that out loud. No, no, no. You have, no, that's, I just know. I just know you will. Just my body language, you can tell. No, yeah. no I know you don't want to. Oh. I know you've got no interest in doing it. I'm just telling you. I promise you you'll end up doing it. <laughs> so you might as well just do it. Right. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Rich McClaw, the book's called Paperboy Around the World in Cutouts. Um, it's nice. We've got a little look through it and stuff. It's really, really nice. It's a great idea. And I wish you the best with it, man. Thank you very but much. The, but the next, the next book <laughs> is going to be the one. 
that this is, time next year we'll talk is, about it then. Right. That is really, this, time next, this time next year mate we'll be fucking millionaires <laughs> oh. <laughs> there we go. we'll be millionaires mate from our giant woman fantasy thing that we did <laughs> It's not a row. I've been around about a future guest. Yeah. Matt's gone ahead and booked someone and I don't approve. When- See if you can guess over the next few weeks which guest it was that I didn't approve of. Uh, but never mind the future guest. How about the present guest? Wow, that was seamless. Uh, we're joined now on the phone by Mark with a C. Mark, you there? Hello, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm having a wonderful day. I've only been awake for about 90 minutes, so it's, uh, you know, the day is an open book. I kind of feel like I have, but it's been a lot longer. But I've got that tight, you know, that tired thing where you're a bit sort of fuzzy headed and shit, and that's what I've got going on here at the moment. I know it all too well. I'm a massive insomniac and on heavy, heavy narcotics to get any sleep at all. And Are you? So there's, you know, a constant carryover. What'd you take? What you on? Um, I take Ambien to go to sleep. I don't know if they have that over really? in the UK. Ambien but fucks you, eh? That makes you balmy. Not some people. Not only does it do that, but I've written songs in my sleep and filmed myself doing it so that I wouldn't forget the songs. And then uh, some of them ended up on YouTube, and I didn't know that people knew of the songs until they said, Hey, Mark, play You're My Princess. And I was like, What song is this? And they're all so filthy. And uh, yeah, yeah. Ambien's been actually really good for my career. Can I ask you a personal question, Mark? Uh, I suppose so. Does Ambien make you feel sexy? Yes, yeah. sometimes. Not yeah, all yeah. the time, sometimes. Yep. Why? So I heard about it. Oh. Just makes you a bit sexy. When you're awake, though. Yeah, well, as you're... Drifting off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how soon after you take an Ambien, Mark, does it make you go to sleep? Uh, well, that depends. You've kind of got to train yourself yeah. to do it. It's a hypnotic, so... Okay. If you don't put yourself right in the position to go to bed, mm. you... um. When your brain turns off, your body will continue functioning That's and you don't realise that you're up and doing things in a dreamlike state. That's the problem with so, Ambien. Right. Ambien's one of the yeah, drugs Yeah, you have to that, work with it. Yeah, if, if you fight it, you can fight it making you go to sleep, but if you do, yeah. you are then beholden to what Ambien does to your head. Okay, so why would you... Presumably you take Ambien to fall asleep, so why are you, fi- why are you fighting it? Because you want do, a mad experience. People, I've heard people go downstairs and eat the ho- their whole fridge and then they wake up in the morning and they, and they don't feel like, oh, why yeah. am I so full? Not, not the food inside it, the actual <laughs> fridge. <laughs> that happens. Uh, I don't personally fight it, mind you. It's, um, you just kind of have to learn how to work with Ambien. <clears throat> Some right. people fight it because it, it's true, and I, I don't recommend that anybody tries this at home, but if you take an Ambien and you fight it for about five minutes you will get rather buzzed yep but Can't get it uh, unfortunately <laughs> uh, you won't remember any of it oh can you Nat's at the moment my producer Natalie is, is bemoaning the fact that you can't get it in the UK you could, get it. could you just send her over a couple of hits of yeah, Ambien please, please? I'll lock myself in my house so I don't do anything silly but no no well, you'll take it on air we'll do it on air oh, okay, one day okay sure and then I'll fight it will I yeah yeah alright okay yeah yeah. I think this is absolutely something I should broadcast talking about. Yep. Please, no, please. It's me, honestly, you're, you're not going to be criminally responsible because it's me that's influencing you. If anyone's well, going to be to blame, it's going to be me. Over? I've had codeine when I've been on area and I was off my face. Well, so there's no issue, Well, the reason I wanted to speak to you, Mark, thanks for joining us, by the way, dude, is that I, 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 we chatted like over Twitter at one point. Yeah, it was, uh, it was wonderful to hear from you. Well, it was, um, I'd 
my journey to knowing who you were had, had come through shock treatment so shock treatment was uh, the follow-up film to the rocky horror pitch show and it's kind of uh, in certain circles very much bemoaned in certain circles it's slagged off and in certain circles they really really like it and i've had a, an odd relationship with shock treatment in that i've grown to love that film like it, but i was a big rocky horror pitch show fan big rocky horror show fan uh, by the way mark i bought an original um london theater poster of the rocky horror show recently it's framed in my kitchen Oh, wow. I can't wait to see that when you have me over. It's really, honestly, you can come over just to see it by all means. It's really, really nice. Paid nice. More, paid for it, though. But anyway, um, so my relationship with shock treatment has kind of been up and down, and uh, I've grown to love the movie. I really like the music, which is what most people say, that they really like the music. A lot of people say the music is better than the Rocky Horror Show. Um but overall the film is kind of a bit of a tip in, in certain places you know it's kind of a mishmash of stuff a lot of ideas going on simultaneously and, and doesn't doesn't quite gel but i think once you learn to love it you it's similar to the rocky horror picture you then you you accept its faults and is, is it a sequel it's think? not a sequel it's not a prequel it's, it's an equal okay that's, that's what the same they universe was, the same characters um what do you think mark I think that shock treatment is absolutely fantastic. I didn't feel that way when I first saw it because I was expecting something very different. Hey, yeah. where's all the sex? You yeah. know, where's all... Well, I guess there are drugs, but um, I was expecting something a little bit more cutting edge. And what I didn't know that I was seeing was something that was incredibly cutting edge and rather a soothsaying way. Yeah. That many people like to say that we're living in the prequel to idiocracy. Uh, idiocracy. I personally feel that we're living in the sequel, the shock treatment. Um, the, sh the movie was so far ahead of its time with what it was going to do that how could anybody be expected to make sense of it when they were just expecting the Time Warp Part 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I believe that um, the, the songs themselves are so wonderfully... Um, I don't know what the word to use. So wonderfully precise about the buoyant feelings you might have on the outside while internally battling with either a mental illness or a loss in your life that uh, it makes up for any any perceived faults in the film. And I yeah. don't now see many faults. You just have to accept some cheese, and that's about all that's wrong with it. Same. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree with you. Um, so, again, people might be thinking, well, that's, what's that got to do with Mark? Yeah. So, uh, Shock Treatment was recently reissued as a, well, actually, the first time on Blu-ray, I believe. But it came out, <clears throat> the good people at Arrow, who make some amazing Blu-rays, though. They really do. They mm. put the fucking hours in those, those Blu-rays. They give, they're, they're fan Blu-rays. They, they're rammed with extras and stuff. But one of the extras... Um, I was going to say tucked away, it wasn't tucked away, it was blatant, uh, was some covers of some of the songs mm -hmm. in Shock Treatment. And they were covers by Mark with a C. Um, and Mark, I wasn't familiar with you before this, so I, I listened to these and I was like, these are beautiful. These kind of acoustic versions, solo guitar um, of Mark singing. I think there's three songs on there, on the Blu-ray. Um, so I went and looked into Mark a bit more and to sort of see, you know, what what he was doing all the rest of it. And I saw that you do, you know, all the songwriting and, and stuff that you do of, of, on your own thing. But you've done this album of shock treatment covers, which I bought. I've bought the vinyl now, and and I'm waiting for that patiently. And uh, and I they, they kind of we've been playing them on the show for the last sort of three or four weeks since I, you know, we have played them on here. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was kind of a you kind of may have captured lightning in a bottle there it's such a such a specific thing to do to do covers of shock treatment <laughs> songs now do you know what I mean though it's like if they were Rocky Horror covers I'd go okay I understand that but but to do covers of shock treatment in such a 
<laughs> in such a committed way um, m may turn out to be a masterstroke. Oh, I, I'm happy that anybody appreciates it. The genesis of doing those shock treatment covers is, first off, one must understand that there's not as much of a cult for shock treatment as there is for Rocky Horror. And even if you're part of a Rocky Horror community, most of them are going to laugh at you when you say you like shock treatment. Right. So enjoying shock treatment is a very personal thing, and everyone's going to make their own interpretation of the film. Um, many of those recordings were made very early on in my career. I mean, very early on. Okay. Uh, in December, I'll be celebrating my 18th anniversary of wow. doing Mark with a C. These were recorded in the first five years of doing Mark with a C, and it was me learning how to record myself. But I would also, I knew that there wasn't, well, I should uh, walk back a little bit. I was under the impression there was no market for this. So oftentimes when I was battling depression, uh, or massive anxiety, I'd hold myself up in my bedroom and just try to work the four track and do slow covers of, say, Bitchin' in the Kitchen or Dual yeah. Duet because I was getting something else out of the lyrics that I don't believe were initially communicated. This was only a therapeutic thing, and occasionally I'd play one of the songs live. People would ask for it. I put it out for free on the internet, and I had no idea what it would become. And to some people, it's the only thing I've ever done. To some people, they're kind of mad that they have to sit through my original <laughs> material right. to hear the shock treatment covers. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea anybody would ever like this stuff. I I absolutely get it. Like I absolutely get it, and it's a. Uh, um I th for example, I, I've just realized I'm wearing a shock treatment T-shirt today. It wasn't ah. actually deliberate. Um, but I'm wearing a t-shirt which is Denton Home Happiness with a heart. So it's that t-shirt. I bought it on Redbubble or something like that. Um, and I think when I bought this t-shirt, I thought I would get loads of people look at me and be like, oh, that's such a cool t-shirt, that they would know what it was. And <clears throat> uh, this logo is in Rocky Horror as well, very right, in the okay. background. But it's far more prominent in shock treatment. And I've never, no one's ever looked at me and never made any reference at all to my t-shirt ever. So it's a really niche, like, it's it's sort of like, if Rocky Horror's a cult, I don't That's know what shock treatment is. Oh, like, it's really, um, you know, squashed down beyond that. So I absolutely get it from, from that side that the people that would get it and would understand this, that stuff would be really impressed uh, that's what i felt when i heard your songs when i saw you done the vinyl and stuff i was like this might, might end up being my favorite album of all time wow that's no, amazing no honestly uh, i'm, I'm listening to it loads thing. yeah yeah it really is can i also tell you as well a little behind the scenes information sorry. that's been going on yes and um, you might have heard like oh, lots of clicking and stuff I'm and sorry. it's because nat my producer came around to this side of the desk and um, what what were you doing were you trying well, to get trying to find, trying to find some different songs because i realized mark you sent me some songs and i couldn't remember which ones they were so i, I see just drag, trying to drag them all over but, 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 but what was going on but, was is <laughs> i i had to keep jabbing my finger on the screen yeah. and, and pointing yes, at my yes, eyes yes. to tell nat look what you're doing I know because she kept putting M-A-R-K Mark with it Mark, even though I was, I was actually to, to I search was, you yeah, I was and it's, it's fucking it's called I Mark know. with a C and I was writing Mark with a C but with a K so I don't know what the hell I was doing there I really don't but so that, that's what was going I on there Mark I couldn't find any other songs because you didn't have a K in your name yeah well, you know, if that's the worst thing that ever happens to me, I'm leaving. I'm living a pretty charmed existence. I've got to say, you're doing all right. So, if you found them, no, no, yeah. you found these other songs. I've dragged all the songs that Mark okay. with a C, no K, has um, sent me. Okay, so uh, your shock treatment album um, is, is that still available? Are you still taking orders for that for the vinyl? Uh, there's a few left that are not reserved for sale, okay. um, and I'll tell you that what we'd hoped was 
though we had promoted that it would be shipping at the end of November, yeah. we had hoped that it would actually be here right now and we could surprise everyone by right. them getting it at Halloween and it didn't end up happening that way. So it's still looking like they'll be shipping at the end of November at the earliest. So is, 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 is this um, you telling me, are, are you just telling me now that my album is going to be later than you originally thought? Uh, not later than you originally thought. I wanted to surprise everybody by it being early. So you're telling me you've, you've, um, you've let me down without me even knowing that you were going to be better than that? Yes, and it was specifically a slight at you, Ian. Yeah, so. yeah. Took it. This is the Blitzway Ghostbusters figures all over again. <laughs> this is a, this is my life at the moment. Okay, well I'm still. Well, well I've I've got the downloads anyway. So I, I, and I've been listening to them so much. Like we're making a film at the moment, and they've been the soundtrack to the drive to, oh, from, wow. from set to set. I've been listening to them so so much. Um, like my missus really loves them, and she, you know she's kind of got into shock treatment as well. And uh, and. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are, you are very present in my life with your music at the moment, specifically that album. Wow, thank you so much. But uh, yeah, to backtrack a little bit, it is available, and uh, th- there's not many left at all. We uh, only, I think we're only pressing around 250 copies of it, and right now, as I say this, I think that only around 30 are left. Okay. Um, which would surprise anybody who thinks that it's Rocky Horror related that there would even be any left. But, again, shock treatment is such a specific thing, and then to have lo-fi bedroom depressing covers of them is such a specific thing. <laughs> but so, they sound uh, good, though, man. You know, they really capture something there. Like they're, they're, uh, genuinely, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass at all. Like they genuinely, I think they're, it's a really nice, like sort of very kind of touching album, and I think it's a way of hearing those songs as well in a way that... I wouldn't have anticipated hearing them. So I would have anticipated hearing it with maybe Bitch in the Kitchen and, you know, songs like that, which are kind of more uh, steady tracks anyway. But then there's other tracks in there. I mean, I'm gutted, by the way, the Little Black Dress isn't in there. Why isn't it? You know, (laughs) Little Black Dress, uh, there's a very good reason why I didn't do it. I have a pretty limited vocal range, Mm -hmm. and in that song... You have to um, do Richard O'Brien's vocal range. Yes, hi. Um, uh, Bert Schnick's vocal range, yep, and you've got to do Janet's vocal range. So lower. I had to be able to do three uh, different octave ranges to do it at okay. all. So that was it. I, it was simply beyond my capabilities to sing it. I'd, well, I don't accept that. But if that's your explanation, that's your explanation. But I don't accept. Well, this. tell you what, why don't I go and record the instrumental and yep. Yep. you I'll sing, sing it. it for me? Yep, happily. You, and yeah, we'll put that. that out. Happily. Well, happily. You, couldn't you do one of the ranges, Mark, and then you do one of the ranges, Ian, and then duet, duet, yeah, it. duet yep. together. Definitely. I reckon I could hit all those ah. parts. I reckon I could sing all those parts. There wouldn't be a duet then. You need Mark to do it. Do a duet with myself. <laughs> There's also a small self-deprecating thing about it, which is when Bert Schnick sings uh, his first line, he sings something in another language, and I'm yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible at anything that's not English. My tongue just isn't built for it. So uh, there was also uh, anxiety at getting it wrong and sort of like, Flicking off the entire German population by stepping on their language, but, but then just then just translate it into English and just sing it in English. Good point. That's what I did with "Me of Me." Yep. Well, if you did an ambient and give it gave it a little sing Good song, point. maybe you could do that. Yeah. When you take your ambient tonight, right? Just I'm going to put this in your head yeah, now, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember when you take your ambient that you have to do a cover of "Little Black Dress" and send yeah. it to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll will, see what I can I do. But if you'd like that. to sing it all. Yeah, well, if you'd like to sing it all, we can make this happen. Maybe. Okay, I'm happy to do that. 
I can. Uh, in fact, I've, I've started singing um, kind of your version of Shock Treatment on my and I'm not a good guitar player at all. I, I blag it when I play guitar, but I have worked out Shock Treatment on guitar, and I oh. and but I do Mark's version, not the not the movie version. Interesting. It's not like hugely different, Ow. but it's but mm. it's different enough. That's nice. Yeah, sing that at home on my own. When I hear the original title to Shock Treatment, I, I sort of hear the great new wave hit of 1981 that never was. Because I don't yeah, know if yeah. you've ever heard the version that only Richard Yeah, did. Brian's version is great. But there is no reason that that song wasn't a massive hit independent of the yep. film. And yep. these aren't just great songs in a film. These are great songs across the board. And unfortunately, they're kind of hidden because of where they exist. And I was trying to, I, I suppose, uncover what was hidden in those songs. Take away the new wave gloss and get to the heart of the depression. And when you say that you hear something genuine, I was genuinely depressed. Yeah, this yeah. was genuinely a person at the end of their rope. Yeah. Mm. I can, um, I, I utterly accept that, having heard those songs. I can, I can absolutely accept that. And I, I understand that completely. I mean, I, I guess... Really now we're in a situation where people listening to this who aren't aware of shock treatment or aren't familiar with it or and don't want to take a punt on it. I think kind of God, it just sounds like I'm trying to hawk your album, but I, I think your album would be a good in. Like I, I really do. I think it'd be an ace. And and that also to me, I can absolutely understand why Arrow selected to use them on the Blu-ray. I, I absolutely get it. It was a funny road to getting there, actually. I don't think Arrow knew about it. And there's oh, okay. someone who's run a shock treatment fan site for years named Donnie. Yeah. He ran something called the Shock Treatment Network. And uh, I don't remember ever contacting Donnie. I think he found the MP3s online or something. And what he first did was he took the songs and then he slowed down the film and he synced the songs to the film itself. Oh, okay. And that kind of exacerbated the fan following. And when he was contacted for, hey, what should we use for bonus features by Arrow, he said, well, you've got to use Mark's stuff. And in the meantime, I was in Canada recording my next record. Right. So getting this, hey, uh, can we use your shock treatment covers and give you precisely no money for it, but also can you not tell anybody... Well, we couldn't, for this reason, go and press the LP immediately, yeah, yeah. and nobody from Arrow talked to me, and this is uh, important to point out. When you found out I was on the Blu-ray, yeah. that was when I found out for sure that I was actually on the Blu-ray. Oh, when I Until told then, you. it was just talk. Wow, okay. Yeah, like the same week. I found out for sure that I was on it um, about two days, either before or after you did. Um, it, it was my favourite extra feature on the Blu-ray, and I, and I didn't, and it wouldn't have been, but but it was. I was I was blown away by it, man. Like I really was. I think the race covers. Well, thank you, and uh, I hope everybody else who's picked up the Blu-ray uh, feels the same way or checks out those bonus yeah, features. It's I'm, hugely flattering for me to have some kind of place in the Rocky Horror universe because yeah, you know, yeah, like anybody canon, else, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. It had a huge effect on my um, just just my self-esteem, but I feel like what I'm doing matters to someone, no matter how, how small. That's nice. Well, I can assure you that I've asked the other, the other two people who've bought the Blu-ray, and they both said that they loved it as well. Aw, I have three fans. Still a good joke. I'm still, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretending it's not so well. <clears throat> that Blu-ray is nice. It's really, really good. Um, yeah, I'd push people the way shot treatment, man, and I'd certainly push them your way. So in, in terms of all your, all your other stuff as well, like, I don't want to sort of have you pigeonholed here as the guy that did the shot treatment album cover, but it's um, your output is, it, as far as I can see, you're properly independent and you probably just put the stuff out yourself. Is it not, like, really 
difficult to make vinyls of stuff? Because it seems that everything's you do lots of vinyls. Is that not just costing you a fortune? Uh, we wouldn't be doing it if we weren't breaking even, okay. but I can answer the first part by saying, yes, it's incredibly difficult. I lose a lot of sleep doing all of this myself, and I'm absolutely in the market for anybody who would like to take that pressure off of my okay, shoulders so yeah, yeah. that I can have some free time. Yeah, all right. Well, that's out there now. But it's also what I was put here on this earth to do, so uh, there's nothing else I better I could be doing with my time than making these songs. If I didn't write them, nobody else would. That's true. That is also true, although Richard O'Brien wrote some of them. <laughs> well, yes. Have you met O'Brien? Have you spoken to O'Brien? I have not, and to my knowledge, uh, Richard may have only found out about the covers when watching the Blu-ray, and that's assuming that Richard watched the Blu-ray, because I don't believe Richard has the uh, fondest feelings about the film. No, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't speak very highly about shot treatment at oh, all. Oh, really? Yeah, so he, doesn't. he may not know about the Blu-ray, then? Well, he'll know about the Blu-ray because he'll be getting royalties from it somewhere. Sure, but, right. but he, yeah, he, he doesn't speak very highly about shock treatment. Does, what, how, what, what did he write the film? Uh, yes, Jim, it's his by, songs. Anyway, yeah, he did. Right, okay. Um, yeah, and he'll be getting royalties from the LP because, of course, I had to pay to use this. Yeah, and okay, that, course, let yeah. me tell you, was no mean feat. So mm. he'll be finding out about it when the license crosses Richard's desk. I was in a room with Richard O'Brien once and didn't speak to him for some reason. It was a, an audience with Harry Hill, right, is what okay. it was at, and yeah. Richard O'Brien was there. And it was kind of, <clears throat> I think this happens with fans of Rocky Horror and fans of, this, of, of Richard's stuff, is I think it's uh, uh, constantly in a state of flux. So I think there's, there's very few people, well, not maybe not very few people, but certainly a, a one line of fandom for Rocky Horror mm. um, goes obsessive and then not bothered and obsessive and not bothered and I think it, it, it finds you at certain points in your life there's other people that is their life you know mm. and that they go every weekend or whatever but um, it was at a time where I'd not really thought about Rocky Horror that much in my teenage years Rocky Horror was a big deal to me and I was very into Rocky Horror and I went and found the limited stuff I could find of Rocky Horror at that point mm. which was sort of books that were written in like the 80s and stuff like that and I found one in London in a, in a bookstore and just trying to piece together there was no internet so I was trying to piece together what what it was and yeah. what Rocky Horror was, and I had it properly reawakened for me. There's a book called Rocky Horror from Concept to Cult, um, which interviewed everybody that was involved in the Rocky Horror Picture Show except Tim Curry, and the book was very much about people saying you're not going to get to speak to Tim, and it was so it kind of it became about this quest for Tim Curry. Why why was he not? He just he, he just I think his words were he'd amputated it from his life at that point. Did he, he didn't like the film? He didn't like being in it. Or I think he was just sick of being. So spoken, no, yeah, yeah, that uh, yeah, yeah okay, about so, yeah. I think it was that. Okay. So the book's kind of about that as well, but it really reawoken the love I had for it, and it really reawoken um, just kind of how special it was to me, and and, and what what a big deal it was to me, and um, and yeah, I think I think the time that I that I had O'Brien in my grasp mm. was a time where I didn't really feel like I had anything to say to him. That's okay. Well, no, I kind of now really you, regret it. What, what would you have liked to have said to him? I'd just like to have met the dude. Mm. You know what I mean? Just sort of like... But I, I, I wouldn't have told him anything different to what a million other people have told him, but... Did you like him primarily for Rocky Horror? Or did yeah. you like him Crystal Maze era wasn't well? asked about Crystal Maze. Oh, I love him. I'm that. Crystal Maze, Richard O'Brien. I loved him in that. Uh, Brian's Rocky Horror to me. And Chuck oh, Treeman. Okay. Yeah, that's his thing. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, we went on a tangent there. You yeah. No, it's quite all right. And you know, Crystal Maze, I didn't even know about until a couple of months ago because we right. never got it here in the U.S. with yeah, Richard yeah. O'Brien. So I've only watched some clips on YouTube and I went, 
wow, UK game shows have it all over United States game shows. We get things like Family Feud. You know, you press a buzzer, you answer a question. You guys are straight up building like the set of labyrinths. Yeah, they were, they were, man, man, they weren't all like that. that I mean, Crystal Maze was a one-off. <laughs> like, it wasn't, yeah, they weren't yeah. all like that at all. In fact, I've, my, I, I have a pal who designed that entire set. Oh, original set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's sort of, it's back now, isn't it, with Richard Iowadi presenting oh, yeah, so it? Oh, yeah, I don't know if he's done the... Uh, he yeah. James Dillon, his name is, he, he, that's what is his job. I, I know right. him through doing TV he, stuff. Okay. Um, but yes, James Dillon, he designed the, the Crystal Maze original set. I think oh. he has done the new one as well. Okay. I've not seen any of that. Yeah. Um, anyway, we've we've waffled on, haven't we? Um, what I would uh, say to the listeners is, um, it's a good a good in if you've been if you've enjoyed what you chatted mm-hmm. about or it's in piqued your interest. I'd say that Mark's album's a good in, and if you order Mark's album now, you get the downloads already because um, I've got them straight away, and then with the vinyl to follow. Um, and and you know, if not shock treatment, you just, if, if you want to risk it and just go full tilt into shock treatment, oh, go yeah. for it. But I think. But give it a chance, is what I'd say, on shock treatment. It's way ahead of its time, or it was way ahead of its time. It, it has predicted now. It's predicted what's happened in entertainment. It was okay. far-fetched when it came out, and now we are living it. We are living what shock treatment is. Um, and it deals with all sorts of themes and all you know stuff that Mark said about <clears throat> sort of mental health stuff yeah. and, and the way that people, I guess, surrender to television, surrender to being... Uh, famous or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's, there's lots of things going on in shot treatment, um, but the music is outstanding, and Mark's done it sort of huge justice. So, like, thanks for talking to us, Mark, and go, you know, go and seek out Mark's other stuff as well. Yeah. Um, and don't forget, Mark, before you go to bed, that you've got to do little black dress. <laughs> Pop a little ambient, fight it. Get your I'll put it on the to do list. Get your ambient, fight, fight it. it. <laughs> fight the ambient. <laughs> do little black dress. Record it, then yeah, just record send them an email it. straight to me. Whatever lines you miss, I will fill them in at home yeah, yeah, on yeah. the Saskam, and I, I'll, I'll produce it. And uh, I, reckon I may just send you a guitar track and let you sing whatever parts you'd like, and then I'll fill in the rest. Right, how about this? Do me a guitar track. Absolutely, do you know what? I'd fucking love that anyway. I would genuinely would love that anyway. So do me a guitar track, and then do another track with you singing. And don't worry about Birchnick, don't worry about the German stuff. Just with you singing um, uh, Janet's lines, just Janet's lines, and I, I will fill in the rest. This sounds like blackmail material, but I think I'm going to do it. Yay. If you contact me tomorrow and say, please send that back, please please never release that, I will respect your wishes. But, uh, but I think there's a good chance I'll try and persuade you to let me still use it. Let's see what happens. The worst that can happen is that it's terrible and entertaining. Yeah. How have I ended two interviews today know, with, with both the guests saying, let's see what happens? Let's see, and then suddenly blocking your number. Yeah. Uh, Mark, <laughs> it's been honestly a pleasure speaking with you, man. And, and all power to you. Thank best you, likewise. And stay in touch. Thank you so much, and you both have a great day, all right? Thank you, Thank too, you. man. See you in a bit. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm not a locomotive motive to suit you myself. So beautiful, like really, really lovely. And if you know the original, I think we played the original on the mm-hmm. on the show recently. Um, but don't get too excited by it. Don't come back from having a cup of tea because I'm going to play another one now. I'm going to play uh, one of Mark's songs that isn't a shock treatment song. Um, I'm not familiar with this stuff. Ew. Listen to it then. I'm going to have a listen to it now. This is called The Bitter Half by Mark with a C, which is spelt um, M A R C. If you ever oh, find yeah. yourself where you have to find it on a, on a music system yeah. quickly and you're getting confused as to why nothing is coming up in the weird, search, weird. it might be because you're doing Mark with a K. <laughs> 
okay. even though the man is called Mark with a C. I wrote Mark with a C as well. Oh yeah, you know you put Mark with a C, but you wrote Mark M A R K. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, if anyone, future employers are looking for someone to do radio production, bear in yeah. mind that's what you're dealing with. <laughs> with a C, the better half. I like that. Nice. Yep, I like it. A bit difficult here. We've been talking about something off air and now it's put me in a funny mood. Oh, shall I read out an email? Go for yeah. it. Uh, this is from Alexander. Oh, yeah. He says, hello, Ian and Nat. Hello, Alexander. Hope you're very well. All right. My name's Alexander. I know. I'm a comic and a long-time listener and fan of Ian's. Surname, please. Uh, Bennett. Okay. I was listening to the podcast, it was off Monday's <laughs> show, but it was a few weeks ago, and to the okay. discussion with Henry Naylor about comedy and was compelled oh, to respond. Good old Henry. Like Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are loads of acts doing interesting stuff, comedy acts, deliberately strange and obtuse comedy and trying to do something new. Yes. There's now an underground circuit in London of nights that promote these kind of acts. Always Edin- has been. Always has been. Oh, right, okay. In Edinburgh, the best way to find a lot of these people is to look at the acts the Heroes organisation is promoting. Yep, Bob Slayers, yeah. Okay, or the acts the Alternative Comedy Memorial. Memorial Society have booked or recommended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael Brunstrom mm-hmm. is, is an act who did a whole show about parsley this year. <laughs> I do. Well Alex- done, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I do, this being Alexander. Alexander does a game show set in hell, yeah. hosted by the devil. Yeah, yeah. There are acts incorporating clowning brilliantly into their work. Example, uh, John Luke Roberts' Elf Lions. Yes. Rob Kemp did a recreation of Evil Dead 2, where he sang the plot through Elvis songs. Yes. Called The Elvis Dead. Saw a clip of that and I didn't like it. Okay. But that's not to say I wouldn't like the whole show. You just didn't like the clip? Yeah. There's great stuff out there, he says. The problem is, I feel, that there's no mainstream media platforms to promote these interesting acts. The internet, which people said would be my generation's platform... I wonder how old Alexander is. It's just a big pit. Four. <laughs> yeah. Is this a big pit you throw ideas into? Okay. It's so hard to make anything stick. I should have said this about Aaron Craskell. I, I think Aaron Craskell, last week's guest, who's made all of his name through yeah, the internet, yeah. would probably disagree with that. Uh, no, I disagree with that. Do you? I, but I understand why you would think it, but I disagree with that. Well, he's saying it's hard to make anything stick with no prior support from mainstream media platforms uh, slash the circuit. Well, that would have been my follow-on thing to that, is that sometimes I think maybe my judgment is slightly askewed on it because I, um, I, I kind of fluked it. I got in early with podcasts and stuff, right, okay. so, so now I can't really get a proper baseline on it because I do have existing people that will follow me from project to project and you'll lose yeah, people and yeah. you'll gain people who like for example the Parapod fan base is uh, as far as I can see I don't know all of it but as far as I can see isn't the Peacock and Gamble fa- fan base it isn't okay. I think some of them have come with us but I think it's mostly well, it ha- on numbers alone it would have to be mm. new people who've discovered it and also because it has a theme and because yeah. it has a, a specific thing that it's covering it's not just two guys chatting it's actually about something so I can't really judge it properly but I don't think that I, I, I suspect that I don't think podcasts are dead. Although I've said that in interviews, I think podcasts of people just shooting the shit is dead. People just turning a mic on and chatting—that's gone. Which is there are a lot. There is a, a number of yeah, them. There are fucking millions of, of them. Ba- yeah, yeah, millions, yeah, millions of, of podcasts of people. Even famous people doing that. There's a lot of people when you meet them, even people that are not famous yeah. will go I'll go what you up to I'm doing a podcast, doing a podcast. And I'm, what's yeah, it about yeah. oh I don't know film TV music like because well, there's kind we, of a, we, we kind just of chat. a few yeah. of those around, I, I, yeah. I think the days are going to people just shooting the shit yeah. e- even famous people I think yeah, it's, yeah. It's, that's a dead format because it's kind of boring now so I think with a new podcast you'd, you'd need to find 
something that sets it apart or something that uh, uh, contains it of, of what it is. Of what, what, what is it that you're doing? It can't just be people chatting. It's like, well, what are you chatting about? What, what is it meant it's to be? Um, so I don't agree that the internet is a pit where things no. get swallowed up. I think if things get swallowed up, then they haven't got a unique selling point is what I think. I, I think I agree with that. And I've seen that you know, a number of people that have either come through the station by the show have, have made it through the internet. And the reason is because they've got a certain niche to them that isn't yeah. the same as... They're not just doing. So oh, let me just do something. Is he on like? YouTube. Is he argumentative in this? Is no, that, no. Is that the mood of no, it? No, no. What he's saying is, please don't despair. People are trying to good, do good stuff. But I think what he's saying is that the internet. He thought it would. I don't know. Again, I don't know how his generation's platform is just a big pit you throw ideas into. Oh yeah, no, no. I, I think I'm sure in the interview with Henry that we actually acknowledged that there were yeah. people doing that. I think, yeah. I th- as, as I recall, and I can't remember with much clarity, but as I recall. We were saying that they won't be on TV. Right, that they, they won't, won't be, they will be on the, yeah. uh, the Palladium. Yeah, so, so it, the on the Palladium, yeah, the Palladium, Apollo. live at the Palladium. <laughs> um, Sunday night at the London Palladium. Yeah, right? yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I think that is still a show, isn't Mock it? The Palladium, they bring it back? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, we, I, I think maybe the point we were trying to make, maybe clumsily, if it's not come across, was that. Uh, there's something very generic about comedy on TV now, and, and there doesn't seem to be much leeway within that. Right. That people won't take a risk, and people won't, you know, Big Night Out, Victory's Big Night Out wouldn't oh, get yeah. made now. No. Um, because it's kind of been sancti- uh, sanctified, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Whatever the word oh, is. Yeah. Um, to make it, I think we we dismissed it as skinny jeans, as, is what we said, something like that, oh. um, uh, with relatively generic material. So, uh, I, I, I know people are still doing that stuff. Well, I think the point we were making, again, as I recall, was that that won't go through to TV now. Yeah, that was the point so, I got, yeah. So the way to do it is, I, I do think your generation, whatever generation that is, is the internet generation. I, I think that there is, I don't think stuff would get swallowed. You, you might get unlucky and not, you know, not get people listening to it or whatever, but I think if you do it the correct way with the correct commitment to it, People will always find you, you. Will always find your audience. It might turn out your audience is only ten people, but you will always find your audience, mm. and they'll always find you, as as long as you are doing the work regularly, as long as you are doing the work with commitment and with yeah. passion, or whatever. And as long as you are, as long as you do it properly, s- somebody will find it, and they will tell somebody else, and they will like it as well, and somebody else will, and they will like it as well. Mm. So you're kind of bypassing the TV. So leave the TV to do their whatever it is they're doing, and online or however you choose to do that to build an audience then go and do it live or whatever or at the fringe those sort of that sort of stuff i think um you 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 find an a, i was gonna say an equally good audience i was gonna say a, I mean, a better audience you find right. a, you find your people better okay i think but i don't agree that the internet swallows stuff i don't agree with that well he says at the end please keep up all the great shows me alexander bennett well yeah you yeah <sighs> you. i'm not sure i can be asked mate well, that's fine. I think it's been quite nice. Quite a nice show today, isn't it? It's been it? all right, isn't it? I've, right. got, I've got to go, Anna. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting this earlier train. So, uh, well, thanks for your um, support, Alexander, yeah. and thanks for being in that. And uh, thanks, lo- thanks for you for being here. It's all right, mate. And we look to pay me. And we look forward to uh, seeing the art that comes from the show. Yeah, I'm, look- I'm really, I can just imagine I'm thrilled to when it comes out. Uh, Sarah Love and My Stigger coming up next with the hip-hop show. Mm. Stay tuned for that. And uh, we shall see you again next week with Who Are Our Guests? some people okay we'll be back no Sam Bain well next, I don't know he quite we'll be back next week, week with, Mate, I'm hoping it's with, Sam Bain with some guests Sam Bain yeah who else June Sarpong yep. and Sam Bain yep but you know got, so weeks a long time someone could got, cancel got any have you had any guesses yet listener any guesses <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.